1: Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we are going to talk about the day that Alex Cox died. There are new documents that have surfaced recently about it, and I have begun digging through them. I also have another video about it in the days surrounding it, so stay tuned for that. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please be sure to click that subscribe button and hit that notification bell to all. Please share this video where you can and give it a like. Now, let's get into it. Lori Vallow's brother, Alex Cox, died on Thursday, December 12, 2019. His cause of death was ruled as natural causes. He died from blood clots in the arteries of his lungs, and high blood pressure also contributed to his death, according to the medical examiner. On the day of his death, it was two weeks after he married Zulema Pastenes, one day after Tammy Daybell's exhumation, and two weeks after he moved back to Arizona. And this is also two and a half months after Tylee and JJ were killed. So now let's set the scene. It was Thursday, December 12, 2019 and Zulema and Alex are now married, as I mentioned, and living together for the last two weeks in Arizona. Zulema's 25-year-old son, Joseph Lopez, is living in the home as well, so Zulema can help him with his anxiety. At the time, he wasn't going to school or employed. Joseph stated normally that he would wake up every day between two to three o'clock in the afternoon because he stayed up late at night. Now Zulema's daughter Kara or Kara was living in the home until Alex moved in and because of that she moved out. In the incident report it states that Kara told authorities that her mother had numerous different male relationships in which they ended up living with them and she did not want to go through it again so she moved out. She said she didn't know Alex but knew they were engaged. Kara referred to Alex as very religious. Now, also remember, this is about two weeks after the welfare check at Lori's home in Rexburg, Idaho. So now let's get into the timeline. On the morning of December 12th, it's reported Alex woke up at 8 a.m. And according to Zulema, Alex didn't work the last few months, so Alex would stay home and typically he would make the bed and clean the house while she was at work. The day that Alex died, Zulema noticed when she got home, things weren't done as it usually was. The bed was not made, he was not dressed, and nothing was cleaned. And Zulema said that Alex began having shortness of breath on December 6th, the week before. Zulema said she needed to leave for work that morning and she asked Alex how he was feeling. He said he was fine and feeling better. Zulema stated that she knew he had not been feeling well even though he said he was. So she left work around 8.50 a.m. Now sometime in that morning Melanie Pulowski gives him a call and she said that he wasn't feeling good that day. Here's what she said according to the interview with East Idaho News she said he was overall a pretty healthy guy but stubborn he wouldn't ever put a band-aid on if he's bleeding everywhere and wouldn't do regular checkups he just was a tough guy when he told me we were going to meet up and i was going to bring him some of his stuff because he had moved down to be with zulema and he then said hey let's not meet up halfway let's wait i'm not feeling very good melanie goes on to say and that was big for him to say that because he never would say that he wasn't feeling good so the week before he said I just kind of have tightness in my chest or having trouble breathing he said he had bent down to get a water bottle and it took the breath out of him and you know Zulema was absolutely worried and was like you need to get to the doctor and he was like oh no 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 I'm fine and in the morning of it was really kind of I called him probably every other day once he wasn't in Arizona anymore or in story Idaho and the morning I'd called him. So then at 12.58, Zulema texts Alex and asks him to make a holiday basket for her, according to the documents. Alex responds, sure. Now, I do find this statement really weird at this point because I do know that Zulema was actually concerned about Alex even the day before, kind of pleading with him to go to the hospital or go to the doctor or urgent care, I believe it was. I'll be talking about that in a minute but she did say that she was very concerned. So in the morning, she's concerned as well, and she's saying, can you make a holiday basket? I do find that weird. That's just my opinion. Let me know what you think in the comments below. So then Zulema gets a phone call from Lori, according to Zulema's lawyers who were on Dateline, Robert Jarvis and Garrett Smith. We've seen Garrett recently in court over the recording of Rob Wood. And the lawyer said, Zulema got a call from Lori who said, you need to check on Alex, I'm worried about him. So Zulema called Alex and he said, I can't breathe. I'm having a hard time breathing. Then at 3.02, Zulema texts Alex again and asks how he's doing, but he doesn't respond. She receives a text from someone and that's redacted in the report that he wasn't doing well and she should leave work and go home. So then she calls Alex at 3.09 and she tells him she would drop off her client and come right home. She said she was in the area of Higley and Baseline and was not far from home. And according to the lawyers, they said, and then she had the impression to call her son, who was there in the home with Alex, and he said he's not doing well, and she said call 911. So Zulema calls Joseph at 3.15 to go into their room and check on Alex. Joseph states that Zulema has never called and asked to check on Alex from the past. He said that he wasn't sure why his mom told him to go check on Alex. He stayed on the phone while he checked on him, and Zulema said she could hear Joseph tell Alex to stay on the floor and not to try and get up. Zulema tells Joseph to call 911. Now, according to Joseph, he said Zulema sounded very serious when she asked him to call the cops, and told him she was on her way home from work. He said he knew it must have been serious because she never left work early. At 321, the 911 call is dispatched. Joseph tells the dispatcher his breathing sounds like he's exhaling.
2: 911, where is your emergency?
3: Hi, I need an ambulance to... Yes.
2: Why do you need an ambulance?
3: Um I have a uh older male, a middle-aged male. Um, um
2: he is breathing.
3: He's, uh, yes, he's be- breathing but very very uh high highly breathing.
2: Okay, let me let me try to me. D- or a, the medics do not hang up.
3: Okay. It, is it due to a medical
2: what or is the address of your emergency?
3: Yes, that's correct.
2: Okay, what is your emergency?
3: Um, I have uh, a older male here named Alex. He's uh, he just passed out here on the on my on my bathroom.
2: Okay, is he awake right now?
3: He's passed out.
2: Okay, you think he's unconscious? Yes. Okay, is he breathing normally? Like you can see his chest rising and falling. I hope so. I have the paramedics on the way, but I need you to try to help me with some information while they're driving there to help him. Okay? Okay. How old is he?
3: Uh, he seems to be in his 40s.
2: Okay. Do you know him?
3: No. It's my mother's boyfriend.
2: Okay. And how old are you?
3: I'm 25.
2: Okay. I have the paramedics on the way, so he's in the restroom right now? Okay. Gilbert, can we get you started? I'm already in round. All right, thank you. Okay, is he on his back or on his stomach? Where is he at?
3: He's on his side.
2: Okay. Can you lay him flat on his back on the ground?
3: Um, I'll try. It's just, there's feces there, and I'm trying to just keep cool right now. Um, you
2: said he's what?
3: There's feces on the ground. His. Okay.
2: I know that's gross, but if we can just go ahead and get him flat on his back, I want to make sure he's right. breathing because if he's not, we're going to do a few things. Did you say he's cool, like cold?
3: Alex. Alex. Alex, we got to get you on your back.
2: Does he seem more awake or more asleep?
3: He's more passed out.
2: Okay, is he opening his eyes or moving at all?
3: He's breathing.
2: Okay, is he breathing normally, like his chest is rising and falling? He's not making any weird sounds?
3: Yeah, he's uh, making a very exhaling sound. Like,
2: okay, if he's doing that, we need to start CPR. So I need you to get him flat on his back on the ground.
3: Okay. okay. I don't think I could do that,
2: <laughs> man. I know That's this going. is difficult,
3: but uh, you're only on, helping on him. Way, okay.
2: I, I know the paramedic. What do is your I have name?
3: Anxiety and depression. Okay. <laughs> what's, your what's your name? And I can't. What
2: is your name?
3: My name's Joseph.
2: Joseph. Okay, Joseph, the best thing for us to do for him right now is to help. So if you'll just take. We
0: took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. In the of our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senua saga. Hellblade two. Play it now with Game Pass. You know about Slider Sunday, the weekly tradition all about sharing sliders made with soft, fluffy King's Hawaiian rolls and slider buns. Here's the thing: King's Hawaiian rolls and slider buns are so versatile; they're perfect for any slider, no matter what you make. That's why this year, King's Hawaiian is celebrating Slider Sunday your way. Because the best slider is the one you love to create, eat, and share with family and friends. So, a few things you need to know. First, start with King's Hawaiian. Whether it's their original Hawaiian sweet roll slider buns or their sweet and salty pretzel slider buns, the best sliders always start with King's Hawaiian. Second, what you put on it is totally up to you. Fried chicken and pickles, pulled pork with coleslaw. How about breakfast sliders with bacon? bacon, egg, and cheese, or ice cream sandwich sliders for dessert. All ideas are welcome. Head to kingshawaiian.com for more inspiration. So head to the bakery or deli section of your grocery store for King's Hawaiian rolls and slider buns.
2: I know it's not ideal, but you're doing a really good job by helping him if you can do that, okay?
3: Oh. Yo, Alex. Alex. He's not, he's not breathing. No, he's too big.
2: Okay, just try to get him on his back so we can do chest
3: compression. My, my mother just got here.
2: Okay, give That's her the mother. phone then. So, did she say the mother just got there? Yeah. Come here. And we're coming on Mineral right it's now. Really we're bad. almost there. It's
3: really bad. Come up in the back. You. We need to get him on his back.
2: Can you put your mom on the phone?
3: She's, she's right here. You're on speaker.
2: OK, ma'am, the paramedics are pulling up. But in the meantime, we need him to get flat on his back, and we need to give him chest compressions, OK? Chest compressions. Does she know how to do CPR? Yes.
3: Yeah. Okay. How you don't tell. Okay. How far are you? We're
2: pulling up out front right now, so they're grabbing their equipment and they're coming in. Are you on the okay. first floor or the second?
3: We're on the second floor.
2: Second floor in the bathroom? Yes.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay, and the door is unlocked? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, exactly. do you see the paramedics now? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Joseph, you did a good job. I know that was really scary, but thank you for your help, okay? Joseph, before you you hang up, Joseph, before you hang up, I need your last name. Joseph, let the paramedics do their business and tell me what your last name is. Lopez. Joseph, what's your last name? Lopez. Okay. And what's your date of birth, Joseph? Alex's last name.
3: I don't
2: know. You don't know his name?
3: No
2: okay all right do you let the officer in yeah okay sounds good i'm gonna let you go bye-bye
1: now notable zulema's son calls alex her mother's boyfriend on the call and doesn't know that they were married and doesn't know his last name in the call he also has a hard time to roll alex on his back and zulema comes walking in the home now sometime in this afternoon time frame alex Talks to Chad Daybell, and this was confirmed by East Idaho News. So, Chad gives Alex a priesthood blessing over the phone. And in this time frame, Chad was living with Lori in Hawaii, and it was right after that welfare check. Zulema also stated in this report that Lori's number was disconnected. And in East Idaho News, it says Alex contacted Chad. So, my question is what kind of blessing was this? Was this his last rites type of thing? I'm curious as to what kind of blessing it was. I wonder if Joseph overheard this blessing or what happened. So Zulema runs upstairs now and finds Alex on the master bathroom floor. He was laying on his right side and it was stated his face was blue. She tried to get him on his back to administer CPR as her son was relaying information to 911. Zulema got on his back and began chest compressions, according to the report. The paramedics arrived and Alex was transported to the hospital. He then was pronounced deceased. Now, while at the hospital, investigators arrived and it was reported that Zulema was seated next to Alex in the trauma room. They stated that she appeared upset. She was reluctant to speak to them at first, but then eventually agreed to speak to them in a separate room. She asked why she was being questioned and she asked if she was considered a suspect in the death of her husband. Side note, this is interesting to me that that was the question that came from her was, was she a suspect in her husband's death and spoke that out loud. I I find that interesting. Now, while she was talking to investigators, she also stated that Alex traveled to Mexico on December 7th to pick up prescriptions for both Alex and herself. It was a day trip and this was one day after he started feeling symptoms of being out of breath. It was a day trip, and he arrived back home in the evening. The detective clarified with Zulema about Alex going to Mexico to get the prescriptions, and she said Alex had gone there before for prescriptions and told her about it. She said she had him get her some medicine as well because it was cheaper. And this trip is about a three and a half hour drive, and this place in Mexico is known for people to go get dentistry done and get prescriptions, etc. Now I do want to say something because a few short months before when Charles Vallow died we see Alex Cox in the police station talking to the cop and he was talking about his medical history and he said he wasn't taking any prescriptions so this was very interesting to me Um, and of course Melanie Pulowski saying he didn't do doctors unless of course he went on something since then since that July but I'm curious what the prescription actually was and that I'd be testing on Tammy's body as well as JJ and Tylee at this point. Now, when he arrived from this day trip, Zulema's grandkids were at their house and Alex was playing with the kids and became easily winded. Zulema said she had never seen him react in that way before, so he was short of breath and he had to sit down to take a break and seemed to be struggling to breathe. A couple days later, he said he went into the kitchen to get a bottle of water and became winded and had to sit down. And Melanie said the same thing, as I read previously. And Zulema begged him to let her take him to urgent care, but Alex refused and said he'd be fine. He'd become winded. Also, it stated, walking up and down the stairs. Now, let's go back to the hospital. Zulema's son-in-law Jose arrived at the hospital and told the detectives that if he had any questions to ask their attorney. He said he and Zulema were going back to the house. Now the detective, stated in the report that he photographed Alex's body lying in the hospital bed with evidence of medical intervention. He says he didn't observe any obvious trauma to the body. He observed splotchy discoloring around the upper chest and neck, which was purplish in color. It was stated lividity was present on the sides of the abdomen and hands. And then it stated, I later assisted with a search warrant at Zulema's house. Now at 9.34 p.m., the authorities had the search warrant for Zulema. And according to the documents, they were there until 11.35 p.m. that night. Notable on the documents, it had a name redacted. And then it says, Melanie have not been interviewed about Cox's death as they each have retained legal counsel. I find that interesting. Stay tuned for another video I have regarding the days and weeks leading up to Alex's death. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.